Welcome to Pressing Buttons, a podcast about video games. In today's episode, Nick and I preview Gamescom. We also discuss the Dragon Ball Z Fortnite collaboration and wrap up the show with some Destiny 2 talk. You can also catch this episode on YouTube. Enjoy the show! Hello, and welcome to episode 31 of Pressing Buttons. I'm Hugo. I'm Nick. And it's another good episode we have today. We're both back on the same coast. So, you know, we're happy. And we're in sync, kind of. <laughs> Mostly. Well, not that Riverside has anything to do with it. Yeah, hopefully whoever's hearing this, it's coming through loud and clear and working very well. For those watching on video, if we get the video out at the same time we get the audio, we'll have to see. As you can see, Nick just moved into his new place. So things are a little bit in... Uh, in repair mode, in shambles. Yeah, in shambles. Uh, yeah, in the new apartment, there's nothing in here, uh, which I won't get into all the, the moving logistics, but basically it's a completely empty apartment, a, a dinner table where I have a laptop, a Rodecaster Pro, and a microphone, and then we have an air mattress, and that's that's pretty much it while we wait for all our other stuff. So it's, uh, you know, just got to be a little bit patient, but that's me. I just, I just love our dedication to this show. I mean, I know uh, besides those two weeks that we kind of missed, an, not missed an episode, but delayed an episode because of things, you know, traveling and all that stuff and not having the equipment. I feel like we are very dedicated to the show. Who would have thought when we first brought this up? Um, all right. Yeah, so, anything, uh, you know, people can't, you know, question, question our commitment to getting this thing out every week. So I think, you know, here we are. I mean, the, the goal is to get, I don't think we're going to get to 50 episodes for the year just because we missed a week and then the holidays nah, and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Let's not, you know, let's not get crazy. But, but 31 episodes, that's a, that's a good amount. <laughs> yeah. I think we can get, um, I think we can get 40, something in the forties yeah. for sure. Yeah. Look at that. Hey, we're podcasters now. Um, all right. So uh, I'm going to go over the agenda uh, for the show, and then we'll get started right on the show. Um, first agenda was show news. Uh, we're just going to kind of talk about the show news, what to expect from the show going forward and all that stuff. Uh, next on the agenda after that would be video game news, what's going on for the week, anything uh, we have our thoughts on for any announcements or any news that came out. And then uh, as always, we'll close it out with our closing thoughts i have a lot of closing thoughts this week nick i don't know how much he has because he's been on the road you're gonna be yeah carrying that segment for sure well, there you go just like i carry this show all the time whoa well, okay well i thought you were gonna put one of your sound effects Whatever. Damn. <laughs> perfect time for sound effects did you hear that did you was that a fart Oh, there you go. Up and up. There you go. That's what I wanted. But you missed the cue. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, uh, show yeah, news. The news. Yeah. <laughs> the show news for this week is just. Uh, if you're hearing this, it's it'll it's probably released on Monday. The video, uh, we can have it released on Monday as well. If if we're able to get it up and running, if not, it might just release during the week, and then, that's it. We got shirts in. Uh, for whenever you watch the video, this is one of the shirts. I have one right now. I haven't seen Nick yet, so I'm going to get him one soon. Um, but 
if you're on Discord, um, we're going to be doing a drawing soon. Um, so if you boost the server, we're going to give you a free shirt. So please jump on Discord um, and talk with the community and all that stuff and, you, and boost the server and you might get a free shirt. I know I've given a couple out to a couple people that have already boosted the server. Uh, we're trying to get more engagements. They're pretty cool shirts. We have a pretty cool logo. Deep has um, designed it and... Everybody's loving it. We have a couple different styles on the shirts. I'm going to put up some pictures on the Discord soon so you can kind of see what they look like and make your options. But go on the Discord, boost the server, and you can get a free pressing button shirt. So, Do I get a free shirt? No, you got to pay I for don't, it. I don't know how to boost the server, so... <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll walk you through it. Okay. Uh, do you have any show news? No, other than everything's in turmoil, and here I am trying to get the, the show done. <laughs> so. We're trying, baby. We're trying. All right, so uh, that's it for the show news. We're just going to jump right into uh, video game news for the week. Um, the main news for this week coming up um, is Gamescom. Um, if, for those unfamiliar, it's uh, an annual event that is, takes place in Germany. That's right. There you go, see? I, I knew it was, like, somewhere in Europe. Uh, takes place in Germany. Um, this year, uh, Jeff Keighley's hosting Opening Night Live. It's going to be on Tuesday, August 23rd at 11 a.m. Pacific to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, we're, we're expecting a lot of trailers, a lot of news coming out of this just because it's another one of those major um, conferences, just like E3 usually is or um, Summer Games Fest and the Game Awards and all that stuff. It's a very big uh, event for video games. Um, it looks like they're going to have some world premieres for Sonic Frontiers, Hogwarts Legacy, The Callisto Protocol, and Return to Monkey Island, amongst other things. Um, I'm excited. It seems to be like Jeff Keighley's going to put on a good show like he always does. I'm excited to see some Callisto Protocol, more gameplay. The game's coming out at the end of the year. Um, hopefully it doesn't get delayed. There's been a lot of delays for some games, especially uh, on the back half of this year. So I'm excited to see some Sun, uh, some Callisto Protocol uh, video game uh, gameplay, and then maybe some Sonic stuff and maybe some Hogwarts stuff that also got delayed. Um, what are you What are you thinking about Gamescom? Are you excited? I, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm definitely gonna tune in just because. That's what I do with all of these things. Like I'm, I'm probably gonna watch pretty much every every event that goes on. But I'm like struggling with with this one in terms of like what's gonna, you know, we're gonna be the showstoppers and, and and the big reveals just because I feel like there's been an increasing trend with the the bigger, particularly like the platform holders. Um, you know, it's like PlayStation and Nintendo and and Xbox. Like they just kind of do their own thing. Um, so I wouldn't, you know, I'm not expecting like PlayStation to be heavily involved. So it's really going to be other big, uh, third party publishers might be doing some stuff. Um, I know Square Enix has like a lot, uh, coming out over the next six to 12 months. So, you know, maybe we like learn more about kind of what, what they have coming up. But I mean, other than that, like, I don't, I don't really know of, anything <laughs> that's like getting me you know any specific title or like few titles that are getting me like really excited about checking in into the event so um so i think it's 
you know, hopefully there's like some 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 cool surprises that kind of catch us catch us off guard. Um, that would be cool. But um, other than that, like I think I'm kind of expecting it's going to be learning a little bit more about games we already know about from from bigger kind of third party publishers, and that's cool. But I don't know if that's you know anything too too crazy to get excited about. Yeah, I feel the same way. I don't. They haven't really like made any game-breaking announcements saying like, oh, there's going to be world premieres and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure we are bound to see some premiere of something, but I don't think it's going to be any major title or anything like that. Um, mind you, though, that they're, uh, in September, Disney's going to have D23. They're going to have their own little showcase for uh, their, their, video game, uh, their video game part. Their video games, their video game studios. Um, I'm hearing they're gonna show Amy uh, Hennig's new game, uh, the new Star Wars game that she's working on, um, and then you're also gonna have no, no, not Star Wars. I'm sorry, uh, Marvel game that she's working on, which may be X Men, may be Fantastic Four, or something like that. Um, it's a team-driven game from the rumors, um, and they're also gonna show more of the Midnight Suns um, and and other games. And who knows, maybe for for that. Point when they do it, they'll also show some uh, Spider-Man 2 from Sony. So um, that's another showcase you got to kind of uh, look out for in the horizon, the D23. And then also further down the road, Tokyo Game Show. So I think just because you have those other showcases that are coming down um, in September, I, I don't think uh, they'll, you'll, you'll see a lot of surprises on this one. Hopefully it, we do get some surprises, so that way we have something uh, to talk about. But... Uh, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be uh, too much. Um, yeah, I think um, like to me, the next big the next big one is going to be whatever PlayStation does with uh, their showcase, and whether that's September or October. But I would expect there to be one around then where we actually learn about some unannounced titles. Like some, I'm actually like, more excited about that than than Gamescom. But you know, again, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, and I mean, we're also we also haven't seen anything um, from God of War. Um, the game is releasing in November, but we haven't really, besides the trailer, we haven't really seen like any gameplay or anything like that. Um, so, like you said, I, I do think whatever Sony does between now and November, whatever showcase it is, I think it'll maybe mainly focus on God of War, but it should have some more surprises as well, and then uh, wrap the year up with the Game Awards and whatever they show out there. Um, all right, but that's it for Gamescom. Uh, we'll have news on that for next week um, after we see the announcements or anything like that. Tune in on Discord. We're going to have some quick reactions if there's anything crazy going on. Unfortunately, it's at 2 p.m. Eastern time, which is work time around that time, so we won't be able to uh, co-stream it like we did for Summer Game Fest. But, you know, be on the lookout for that, for our thoughts. Um, Wait, is that, are you, is that because you can't do it or because I can't do it? Oh, I figured you you wouldn't be able to do it. I can do it. I can, can do, do it. it. No, let's fucking do it. All right. All right. We're going to fucking we're stream games time. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's how the decisions are made. Yeah. <laughs> we just yeah, do it. We, you know, look, I'm here, you know. I have yeah. nothing, and we're recording you know, doing the podcast, <laughs> so I'm willing to make things happen. So, no, we should definitely live stream that. These are some good uh, production meetings that we have. We just... Do you want to do it? Yeah. All right, let's do it. (laughs) You know, it's audience participation. Everyone gets to go on the journey of this creative process. 
All right, so if you're listening to this podcast, just make sure to tune in 2 p.m. Uh, 2 p.m. Eastern Time um, on our Twitch channel, Pressing Buttons GG, and we will be broadcasting Gamescom and co-streaming and sharing our thoughts. Um, all right, so we're going to move on to another big uh, release that just came out last week, and that is uh, Fortnite and Dragon Ball... Uh, I was going to say Fortnite and Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z in Fortnite. Um, Dragon Ball Z, very, very valuable property. It, there had been rumors and leaks and stuff like that that it was coming to Fortnite. What doesn't Fortnite have? It has everything under the sun at this point. But this is one of their best events, I think, that they've done. Um, even with the Star Wars stuff and the Spider-Man stuff. Um, I think this is one of their best events just because... Everybody's been waiting for Dragon Ball Z to be in there. They want to play as Goku. They want to play as Vegeta. Um, they also have skins for uh, Beerus and Boma. And you can do the Kamehameha, which is ridiculous. I've seen a lot of videos of people doing that, uh, winning games. Uh, it, it looks to be a lot of fun. And, and they really um, incorporated Dragon Ball Z into Fortnite really well. Uh, I know it has its own island, and you can use the uh, Flying Nimbus and uh, uh, one of the Saiyan pods and stuff like that. So it looks like everybody's having a lot of fun with it. Um, it just goes to show you Fortnite knows what it's doing in terms of uh, collecting properties and able to feature them in the game. It just gets people back. Even some of my friends who haven't played Fortnite in months or years are jumping back into the game just to play as Goku and shoot some Kamehamehas. Um, I know we're very, very casual Fortnite no-build guys, but... Once you're, you're able to get your computer back up, is this enticing enough for you? Do you want to be Goku? Absolutely. Actually, I'll be Vegeta. So I'm, I'm more of a Vegeta guy. So, you pretty excited like about Vegeta. that. I would be, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, he's great. Uh, to me, so this, I thought this was great. Uh, going back to like... Uh, particularly like Smash Brothers and all the wish lists that have existed ever since Smash Brothers was a thing. And I think I think kind of like one of the off-the-wall, you know, wish list characters was Go like Goku and Smash. And I think with, you know, the latest Smash game, I think uh, Sakurai did like an unbelievable job of getting just like insane, you know, insane characters into the game, but ultimately was not able to get Goku into the game <laughs> so I kind of feel like Fortnite is almost like almost like a little bit of like an FU to like hey in terms of these like ensemble you know character games with IP from all sorts of different companies like we were able to deliver on getting Goku into this game so I thought that was uh, pretty cool that they were finally able to pull that off and yeah I mean it looks it looks great like again it's just a testament to Fortnite and how they're able to basically get IP from any, from anything, and like be able to make it work in the in their games. So, um, and yeah, that seemed to be. I think it might have cooled off a little bit, but when it first was published, uh, the latest update with all the Dragon Ball, all Dragon Ball Z stuff, like you definitely saw lots of stuff on Twitter where people are just being like, "Oh my god, I never imagined I'd be playing as, you know, Ariana Grande, killing, you know, winning a victory." Uh, Royale with the Kamehameha by killing Batman. You know, it's just like these insane things. So 
Uh, so yeah, no, I think it's cool. Yeah, and, and once I get my gaming PC set up, I'll be I'll be checking it out for sure. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you that they're, they're not just a, um, a publisher. Epic is a great developer, the way they incorporate all these different IPs um, and do it so well. And with the, it's just funny seeing Goku do the gritty or, or something like that, just doing different moves. It, it's hilarious. Um, and, and going forward, especially with these type of games, you have uh, like Rumble Burst is out, which is like a fighting game, Battle Royale. Uh, Multiverses just came out, um, trying to capitalize on the popularity of free-to-play, but also pay for the season stuff. Um, but, it you know, the king is, is staying king. Fortnite uh, seem, seems to have mastered this. Now, the only thing I can say is I don't think they can get anything. Uh, I mean, every, every IP in there, when I see Mario and Luigi in there, that's how I know that they can get anything. So I'm still waiting on like a Mario and Luigi skin or a, or a Link and Zelda skin, which, you know, knowing Nintendo. I don't yeah, think that'll so, ever happen. So everything... I don't think that'll happen. They won't let Mario be yeah, shooting down, Everything basically. but Nintendo. So we'll, we can only hope. That would be hilarious, though. Mario shooting a gun and, and hitting the gritty or teabagging you or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I think I think it's a very very small chance that that ever happens, but you have to think a lot of these other you know fairly conservative uh, companies managing their IP had the same kind of reservations with like oh do I really want you know Chun Li being portrayed as like shooting a rocket launcher <laughs> and then they're like yeah you know that's just kind of the way the game is and people have accepted that as as a thing so. I don't know. I, maybe I'm I'm kind of like foot popping. Maybe uh, so. I just said it's like there's no way that ever happens. But I think I'm gonna restate that as like maybe there's like a very slim chance that it happens. But still, hey, still I mean, I, I think uh, Epic has a, a very good partnership with a lot of uh, publishers, uh, especially nin- uh, Nintendo, because they they have um, Fortnite on the Switch, and that's that's like a a big thing. So. I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent, but I also wouldn't say it's zero percent. I, I, I would just be surprised when it happens. Um, wasn't there a wasn't there a leak that said that uh, Samus was supposed to be? There, there was, was like but I think that like it's just wishful thinking. Which I was gonna say, there have also been rumors this week, um, especially with the new season of Destiny coming out, which we'll, we'll talk about next. Um, but there are rumors that there's gonna have some sort of crossover where. You'll you'll have uh, some of the guardians from Destiny, like the Warlock, the Hunter, or the Titan in Fortnite, and then you know, or, or vice versa. But it, like I've seen some of the uh, art for it, and it just seems to me like somebody on the internet kind of just went ahead and did their own uh, mock-up or something because it it just looks weird. Um, but I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, Epic and Sony do have a, a a good relationship, and especially now that Sony owns. Uh, Bungie, um, it's a good way to to push Destiny onto the Epic Game Store, which is also another rumor that I've been hearing about, where they're trying to broaden uh, the scope of who who's able to access Destiny and move it from Steam now into the Epic Game Store as well. So maybe maybe that's something in the cards for the future. Yeah, I saw that I saw that art that you mentioned, and I just assumed that was like some. It it, it it looks like too uh, much of a fan mock-up just because it it it's like yeah. copy and paste different things from both franchises 
and put them together. That's why I don't believe it. But I may be proven wrong. Be proven wrong. But now that you mention it, yeah, but now that you mention it, like, yeah, Sony, that the deal, like, formally went through, like, a couple weeks ago, I think. So Sony now really owns Bungie, and then Sony is also a significant investor in Epic. And, you know, maybe there's a world where there's some collaboration as a result yeah. of that. So And then... And then piggybacking, cool. uh, piggybacking off of uh, that Bungie stuff, Bungie uh, is having an event on Tuesday as well, August uh, 23rd. Um, they are releasing the new season of Destiny. Yay! Which I know you're you're indifferent about because you don't play Destiny as much as I do. Wow, so cool. <laughs> but perfect use of the sound effect. Bungie's also having a showcase uh, where they're going to be showcasing the future of Destiny, Lightfall, which is uh, where they're leading the story. For uh, Whatever you say about Destiny and Bungie, I think they've gone on the right track in terms of uh, storyline. They've kind of kept a good storyline, keeps everybody interested, good characters and stuff like that. Um, the showcase, I think, also um, might be for future games. Um, there's some rumors out there that they might show some of the other games that they're working on uh, with Sony and also with the, I know they, I forget the name of the Chinese partner that they have, uh, that they're working on a game uh, for them as well. Netties? Yes, I think, I think it is Netties. But yeah, season 18 of Destiny comes out August 23rd. New uh, Arc 3.0 rework, which with the Void uh, 3.0 and Solar 3.0, everybody's really hyped and looking forward to it just to uh, mess around with the new abilities. They're also releasing um, King's Fall, which is one of the raids from Destiny 1. Very popular raid, very uh, nice raid. That that one's releasing on August 26th, so everybody has enough chance to level up. Um, I'm excited for it. A lot of my friends are excited. We kind of did everything uh, for season 17. So the last three or four weeks, Destiny hasn't really been calling me in terms of, you know, wanting me to do stuff. I just log in to pick up like the weekly rewards and stuff like that. Um, but I'm super excited for um, the new season, the new uh, rework of the subclass, and then also any news for the future of Destiny. Because I know it's it's hard to get into, and you've tried to get into multiple times and some of our friends play it um but once you're into it and once it, it it serves as your one live service game i think it does a job very well where it sinks its teeth in you and you don't want to stop playing that's it you, you got nothing yeah i'm just gonna are you mad. excited yeah, for it? like what if bungie it. announces some crazy new game might you be excited for that they go they go just do like a first i'm person way more interested in, i'm way more interested in their next game yeah um, just because i feel like destiny is very difficult to get to get into uh i think bungie's probably learned a tremendous amount around you know live service games and how to do them well over the last you know decade or so uh, so I wager if you give them a blank sheet of paper and say, hey, build, build some incredible new, you know, live service game, they'd be in a much stronger position to do that than a lot of other companies trying to do that. And I think that's kind of one of the core reasons I think Sony acquired them was for like all the know-how with being able to build those types of titles. So, so yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm absolutely looking forward to their, to their next game. So they're kind of not beholden to the tech debt of you know what, what they've built with destiny i mean it, 
Uh, Destiny's been on for seven and a half years now, so I'm pretty sure they've been itching to kind of work on something new. I know they love the Destiny game, the Destiny community, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, they... I mean, this was probably... It's been at least several years, if not like five years, where I think they said they wanted to go like on a on a mission to you know be a multiple title company, not just a single title company. So, so multiple titles as well as um, being a transmedia uh, company. So having you know not just being in games, but also you know television, film, so on and so forth. So, so yeah, I think they're they're now kind of at that inflection point where they're they're going to execute on that vision uh so yeah I'm, I'm i'm really excited about you know what what, what they got and and on the roadmap yeah and then uh i just wanted to get um speaking of destiny and and their developers just want to get your quick thoughts on uh the basically a lot of harassment that has been going on in the community especially towards destiny um i'll give you a quick rundown i'm pretty sure you probably heard the rumblings and stuff like that but a couple months back there was a lot of uh, dmca takedowns on youtube um of a lot of destiny content that the community had made and it's everybody thought that that uh bungie were the ones that issued the takedown but it was basically some disgruntled uh youtuber that made it on behalf of bungie saying like they were bungie and they basically got all these uh uh, videos taken down and copyright infringement and stuff like that. Luckily, Bungie was able to resolve the matter and get it back up. They ended up then suing um, the YouTuber for just basically fucking up the community. Then further on down the road, they also um, sued uh, this this cheat system, this cheat company, um, because they're providing a lot of cheats for Destiny. And then also... The developers have kind of taken a step back. They don't communicate as much with the community as they used to just because um, a lot of the feedback from the community was very mean and annoying and threatening. Um, there was some people uh, hacking developers' uh, uh, addresses and stuff like that. They were threatening them, saying that they were going to show up at their house and stuff like that. So the last couple of months, uh, Desti- uh, the Bungie developers are usually very... Um, uh, they communicate a lot with the community in terms of letting them know what's coming up and taking feedback and stuff like that. But the last couple of months, they've been kind of taking a step back. They don't, they haven't communicated anything really of what the new season's going to be. They kind of kept a lot of stuff secret just because kind of teaching the community a lesson where some other people have to stop being assholes and dicks and trying to just be mean and, and threatening them. Um, and I, I applaud them for it just because I think it's... You know, these are developers. These guys work really hard on games, uh, sometimes for years, and it's very hard to kind of please everybody. Whatever, you, you know, you might change one thing and 99 people will be happy and that one person is not going to be happy. You don't have to be a dick and start tr- uh, threatening people and telling them you're going to show up at their house and kill them and all that stuff. Um, so I, I stand with the with the Bungie developers. Obviously, I do want more information, but whatever keeps them safe and whatever kind of reigns in the community so they're not too toxic. Um, and obviously seeing uh, with all these, uh, the last couple of months, all these other um, fans of different games, like with the God of War, that person who sent a dick pic to that developer and all that stuff, the communities have become uh, very toxic. So I want to kind of get your thoughts on, on Bungie kind of keeping information away from uh, the gamers just to kind of teach the community lesson as a whole. What do you think of that? 
Yeah, I'm not, I, so I did uh, hear about that. Um, I don't know if I have any specific thoughts other than like I think developers should do whatever they think is appropriate for their employees to feel safe, <laughs> like which I think is like a ridiculous thing that you know has to happen. But um, yeah, I think if if they feel threatened by their community, then they need to take certain actions to to deal with that situation. So, um, yeah, no, I think, I think that makes sense. Um, now whether that's like the right solution or not, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I have no idea. Like I, I intuitively would think like less communication is better just until things kind of stabilize a bit. But, um, you know, I guess we'll have to see whether that actually leads to, you know, the intended outcome of less toxicity and, employees who feel like they can more freely communicate what's going on with the game and uh, and all that so so yeah it's just a it's just a shitty situation and yeah I think you kind of commented on this like it, it does seem like this is just happening more broadly across you know multiple games so it's not necessarily just like a bungee thing uh, from what I can gather so yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's dumb. I think people should just uh, enjoy playing games. And, you know, I think there's ways of providing constructive feedback to developers that doesn't involve sending dick pics or sending death threats. Yeah. But, you know, that that's my simplistic view of the world. So, um, so yeah, I think what, what they're doing, like uh, they need to do something, right? You know, they can't just keep doing what they've been doing. So they need to make a change, and then hopefully that change actually ends up being ends up being helpful. Um, that's all. That's all I got to say on that. No, yeah, you're right. Uh, the simplest thing is just you know stop being dicks out there and let the developers work their magic, and especially from Bungie. I think Bungie is one of those one of the best developers out there in terms of. Uh, having a lot of communication with the community and uh, getting feedback from the community and working with the community. And also just they, they're very forward with their social causes whenever there's, you know, any issues or any natural disasters that are out there. They're always very forward in terms of helping. They're always fundraising and donating money. So um, good for them being outspoken and letting uh, all the gamers know that they're not going to take any shit from anybody. And if they have to... Um, uh, be less social uh, if they have to be less on social media and release less info and just kind of keep the game uh, the players in the dark they, they will just to you know to protect their developers so props to them yeah and I thought um, this whole time I just thought all the toxicity was on the pressing buttons destiny discord channel but I guess it's it's more prominent than that. I mean, yeah. Well, our toxicity is just against <laughs> each other, not against uh, Bungie. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's player to player yeah. toxicity, not player to developer toxicity. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's that's fine. If that's we fine. ever have a pressing buttons community meetup, there's going to be blows. Everybody's going to be just hating and punching each other. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, that's funny. And you know, I've 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 said this before, but like I feel like. Um, not that it's going to be the same for every every game, but I do feel uh, Yoshi P and the Final Fantasy XIV team have, I think they do like the best job of uh, providing a lot 
of information about what's going on with the game and um and they're not immune to criticism. I mean they they like mess stuff up every once in a while and, and get a lot <laughs> like a lot of of feedback and and um I don't know, but I, I just feel like their their approach, um, again, not that it's like copy and paste with, with every game, but like I feel like there's something in the way that they're managing their community that like works really well. And I'm sure they're getting versions of, um, you know, like extreme feedback, but I'd be curious what they're, what they're doing uh, because they just – they just continue basically, I think they've been basically providing like the same type of format and high volume information over like many, many years and never felt the need to like disengage, you know, from, from the community. I think maybe there were periods where they were like in like crunch mode with getting the game out. So maybe they like pulled, pulled back on things, but that was more because of like development challenges as opposed to like not wanting to respond to, to, to fans of the game. So so, I don't know, not not a fully baked thought there, just that I continue to say I think Final Fantasy XIV does a great job of interacting with their community. Well, I, also, I, I would also say it depends on the genre of games because I do think uh, first-person shooter community is way more toxic than like a... It's an, an MMO. Than a, than a Final Fantasy MMO. Definitely way more toxic, so... Uh, you know, but what about how would you? What about World of Warcraft versus Destiny? Uh, it's uh, it's very toxic, I guess, too. But maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's an American issue. If it's an American like made company, it's very toxic. Uh, American made game, very toxic community. Japanese made game, not so toxic, because people don't want to kill each other over things. I don't know, man. It's those it's Japanese manners that we talked about last like episode. Game. Yeah, I think it's I think it's game by game. It's just case by more case by case versus like genre, but I don't know. No, but but I do I do think like with first person shooters, definitely toxic. I, I feel like Halo community toxic, Call of Duty community toxic, Team Fortress Two community toxic, like Counter Strike toxic. I don't know. Maybe it's these first person shooters. Yeah, what's not what's not a toxic first person shooter community? Yeah, we'll have to think on that one. I was gonna say Overwatch, but I feel like that's toxic too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe that new game that's coming out from Rick and Morty. Uh, ah, No, that's definitely gonna be super toxic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, Rick and Morty fan. Yeah, high on life, super toxic. Yeah. All right. That might be a good challenge, challenge, you know, audience challenge. Maybe someone can yeah. add in the comments. If you're if you're hearing this episode, shooter community. If you're hearing this episode, jump on Discord and uh, at me or or at Nick and let us know which uh, first person shooter you think is not toxic. Get the community involved. All right, so that does it for the news of the week that we wanted to go over. Um, pretty light week. Uh, I think the next couple of weeks are going to start ramping up in terms of uh, news of new games coming out and also just there's going to be the future of the year. I think I say that every episode. I'm excited <laughs> for next week to be alive. All right, so uh, we're going to move on to some closing thoughts. Like I said, I do have a lot of closing thoughts this week because I've been busy, I guess. Uh, first, 
Can I just uh, can I just step away for the computer for the next like what? twenty minutes and then come back? I'll keep it short. I know you got a still got a bunch of stuff to set up, so I'll keep no, it. No, that, that was more that was more a joke on me. Like I just don't have anything oh, okay. to add to this. And game. I know I know in our notes I have like it's a lot of stuff, but I don't want to spoil two of those things for you, so I'm not gonna talk about those too much because I don't think you've you're caught up. Uh, so first thing I want to talk about in closing thoughts is uh, League of Legends playoffs. The playoffs have started in each region, uh, North America, Europe, South America, China, South Korea. Everything's uh, started. Um, I, I'm a big League fan. I love watching the game. Um, we have a contingency group uh, of Discord members that are coming to New York for the quarterfinals, so that's going to be pretty good. Uh, that's in October, end of October, so we're pretty hyped about that. Um, but yeah, um, been watching the League of Legends playoffs. It's a lot of good competition, a lot of good strategy pickup. I still suck at the game, but whatever. And my whole make it to gold plan that I had at the beginning of the year, not gonna happen. But whatever. <laughs> I'm making a I'm making a sound bite out of that and adding it to our uh, oh. soundboard. Ah, oh, damn it. I always get caught on the sound bites of like me promising things or saying I'm going to do things and then not doing them or epic failing. So, fuck. All right. That's all right. So if you can, wait. Do I need to get a ticket? Do I need to get a ticket for that? I think. Uh, tickets aren't on sale. I'll I'll oh. let you know. Uh, I think uh, okay. they they get on sale September eighth. So if you're in the present bunch community and you're going to be anywhere in the New York area, October twenty two to twenty third. Tickets on, go on sale for Madison Square Garden September 8th. So I'll put it up on the Discord when they go up to see if anybody else wants to join. But we have a good group of people going. So that should be pretty hype. MSG. Yeah. Right. And then we can go out cool. drinking and partying and get crazy. All right. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what we do. You know, that's, that's the pressing buttons, people. Uh, the next thing on my closing thoughts uh, are two shows. One is Better Call Saul, and the other one is The Rehearsal. Better Call Saul, if you're not familiar, is basically a prequel um, to Breaking Bad. Just focus on Saul Goodman, the lo- their shady criminal lawyer. Um, the season just ended. I'm not going to spoil it for Nick because I know he's been busy on the road. But I enjoyed the way it ended. I think it kind of wrapped up the storyline completely. Um, whereas the first six and a half seasons of the show was about how he became Saul Goodman, the back half, once you see it, I think you'll see that it focuses on what ends up happening to Saul Goodman. So I think it ended really well on my end. Um, Once you see it, I think we can talk about it and and do a little spoiler discussion on it. Um, But I think they did a good job. Uh, There's not a lot of shows that have good endings, so I'm glad the way that one ended. And the other show is The Rehearsal. That one is, uh, it's hard to explain because um, it's very cringy and like dark humor and just nuts. It's on HBO Max. Um, I can't explain it. It's just basically if you were able to kind of rehearse a conversation or a scenario in your life just so you can get it right and make the right choices, it's like that but in a whole like Alfred Hitchcock weird psychological scenario truly fucked up but funny you should check that out on um on hbo max and it just got renewed for a second season so i don't know where this is going after that um and then i yeah no i'm looking forward to that i was a big fan of uh nathan for nathan you, for so. you yeah that nathan for you is also yeah. on hbo max it's kind of uh 
the creator of the rehearsal, his previous show. That one you should also watch because it's hilariously dumb. And then let us know what you think about it on the on Discord. Um, I also uh, this 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 is kind of going into video games. I platinum Stranger Paradise. You know me, I'm a big like I like to do things in the video games. I like to get the trophies and the achievements. It wasn't too hard. Um, the battles did get crazier, but I was able to get like an optimal build and stuff like that. Um, but it was fun, uh, and I I rarely platinum games. Well, I do platinum a lot of games, but if it's like a very long game, I platinum because I enjoy them, and I enjoyed platinum uh, Stranger Paradise. And can't wait for the. Uh, there's more DLC down the road. I think uh, September October. There's mm-hmm. another DLC in the next year too. So I'm excited to play that. And then uh, that's cool, man. Yeah, no, I've played. Uh, I've I've played a number of games with you cooperatively. And I can tell based on the way that you play that you're I'm, I'm mid absolutely like a completionist. Yeah, yeah like I'm you're, mid-maxing. You're just, <laughs> you're just every you know square inch of every map gets yeah. gets walked on, and I'm over here like let same. me collect these five cherries because it's gonna help me with this achievement to connect all, to connect all these <laughs> cherries. <laughs> yeah. But it's a fun uh, game. Was oh no no it was um. When we were playing Lost Art. Oh yeah, collecting all the little. How are those things? Are they collect? Like, they're like they're like nuts. They're like acorns or something, right? Yeah, they were like acorns that I was collecting Lost Art, and, and so then I'm I stopped like, playing Lost Art. But I, 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 hey, but I had like six hundred, and people were impressed. They were like, "You have six hundred acorns?" I'm like, "Yeah, I have six hundred acorns." <laughs> Which yeah, because when I first. No, I was gonna say okay, go it, it. It did give me some like cosmetics and and gear and stuff that you can only get by collecting them. But it was also a huge waste of time. <laughs> yeah, so I I kind of have that maybe not as extreme as you, but I kind of have that same uh, approach to games where like I generally would look at you know everything the game has to offer. If there's like things to collect, I'll probably collect them. But when I was playing Lost Ark and I started collecting those things, and then I I can't remember if it was like in the menu or if I just saw it online, but there was like many, many hundreds, if not like thousands of these things. And twelve hundred, yeah. So I was just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no, I know I'm never doing that, so I stopped caring about them. Yeah, no, I, I also stopped. I collected, I think, six hundred just because they were easy because you could just collect them as you go. The other six hundred, like, you had to do too much specific things, which I was like, oh, I'm not doing all this shit. And I kind of, even though I became a very heavy MMO fanatic at the beginning of the year, I feel like my MMO thirst has quenched. So, you know, maybe maybe I'll get back. We still got to play Final Fantasy. (laughs) Well, at this point, I'm just going to wait for the next, like, big, you know, big thing, and then I'll get back into it, and then we'll... The funny thing is I'm in the pit of Final Fantasy because I just got a message that I got a... I'm going to get charged cause for the subscription because I still haven't canceled the fucking thing. I keep forgetting every time. The monthly subscription. <laughs> I'm in the same pit you were in. I, well, you, I mean, you, you like owe me six months of subscription because <laughs> the only reason I stayed subscribed to that game after I beat Unwalker was because I was like, oh yeah, maybe I'll play with Hugo, so I'll keep it subscribed and then... We, I saw you like create a character and listen. I do. That's so. just us giving money to Yoshi P so he could continue making great Final Fantasy games. Yeah, if he, in addition to Final Fantasy fourteen, if he can also just deliver on Final Fantasy sixteen, then I'll, 
Give it more, you more subscription. Yeah, there you go. All right, and then the last thing I was just going to say, I haven't really been playing much. I've been playing some League and then Platinum, Stranger Paradise, um, Destiny, which is my main game. Obviously, the season's been over, like I was saying earlier. Just waiting for the new season to start, so there's not much to do. And still trying to figure out which single-player game I want to start, whether it's... Excuse me. Whether it's uh, Resident Evil Village, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, or Finish Up Horizon. Uh, I, I, I don't know yet. I'll, I'll figure it out by next week. What about you? Uh, I know you were traveling. How's the road? How was the road? Yeah, no, I didn't. I literally didn't do anything, man. Um, what did I do? I basically drove eight hours a day for like six of the last seven days. Oof. Uh, you know, so driving cross country as fast as I could. So not a lot of time for gaming. Um, I don't think I like I so it was kind of funny. Like I brought my I brought my Steam Deck, and in my mind I'm like, oh, I'll have this thing that I can play like at the hotel. And but I was so tired. Like I basically just drove and then was yeah. exhausted, and then like basically ate food and went to bed. So I don't think I I don't think I played anything like all week. Um, then and then my current state is like all my consoles are you know basically being. Uh, delivered, so they're like in a moving truck somewhere. I'm just waiting for all my stuff to arrive. Your movers are playing right uh, now. That's what it is. That's why it's taking so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're playing their Galactic Purple PS5 with uh, whatever game I probably forgot to eject out of the system before I put it in the box. So I so I basically just have my Steam Deck, and then I have I do have my computers, but I don't have any monitors. For them so i can't play so it's 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 pretty tough right now it's really my steam deck and my and my vita so uh once i get some energy back and i have a little bit of free time i'll be i'll be digging into those uh you know probably for at least like another week or something like that so mm. those uh we'll see those cr- uh, cross-country drives are definitely uh i feel bad for you bro Yeah, yeah, that was, there was part of me that kind of had that, like, oh, that, like, you know, romantic idea of, like, oh, it's a road trip, and you're going and all these, but, like, we just didn't have time to do that, uh, uh, so it was just, like, a, a to B, fastest route possible with a stop in my hometown uh, on the way there, that's it, so, yeah, I'm still pretty... We'll see. Uh, when I'm editing this podcast, I'll know just how exhausted I look. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like we're, you know, my wife and I, as well as my dog, are just like so tired. So, uh, so I literally have nothing, nothing to add. Other it's, than it's been getting good reviews from what I've seen. I was playing some Steam Deck. Uh, I think Soul Hackers 2 comes out. Uh, I think that's the game I've mentioned a bit. I think it comes out this week. It's getting, yeah, mostly, mostly good reviews, but some people are kind of dogging it. So I gotta, I gotta dig into that. But I, I like those games. Like even if it's kind of like a, more narrowly scoped. You know, kind of Shin Megami, Persona type game, um, but it just like looks really cool, and I think that's gonna like translate well to to a game on Steam Deck. So. 
and that's the only system I have anyway. So, uh, so I'll probably be playing some Soul Hackers too, and hopefully, I can talk a little bit about that next week. And, <laughs> and well, yeah, we hopefully, next week you have more sh- so more of your shit back, my, so you can so, so talk more about forward things. Looking, it's more like opening thoughts as opposed to closing thoughts, I guess. We'll see. I also want to like the echo in here is so bad. I hope it doesn't ruin the podcast recording, but we'll see. There's literally nothing like behind me. It's just like an empty room. Well, I'm gonna say nothing can ruin the first episode. So I think people uh, hated you in the should first we just episode. That episode. Yeah, we should delete just delete no, that no. episode. So. We have to keep it for um, his historic purposes. The archives, yeah. Yeah. Whenever, whenever okay. they put us in the podcast Hall of Fame, they'll remember our first shitty episode. Well, we should, we should re-record. We should just redo it. We were like dubbing our own. You don't even like dubbing. that idea. I don't know why you said that. <laughs> All right, let's let exactly. <laughs> you love that soundboard. <laughs> Also, we're going to be using a soundboard in the future, so uh, be ready for some effects. I, I, guarantee, I guarantee everyone's going to hate it except us. So oh. I think I think there's one. I think maybe we test it with one episode and see see what if, people think. Yeah, well, hit us up I in the comments if you it. if you guys like yeah. the soundboard. We, we're so childish. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. That does it. It's very polarizing. It's like the same thing <laughs> like a laptop, right? Like people. Yeah. It's it's just gonna be remember, all inside. Remember, um, go, go ahead. I was just gonna say the um, so I, uh, Yipes and Chris Matrix uh, did a podcast. I think I guess they still do it. I'm not, I'm not really sure if they've been. Yeah, they still do it. Uh, no frills. Yeah, no frills. But they I remember they had like one or two episodes where they had like a laugh track, and oh, people no. were like. Don't fucking use a laugh track. <laughs> like, yeah, la- laugh track's like, weird. Laugh track's <laughs> weird. <laughs> Yeah. So you know, some of that could happen. We'll see. But I want to. Yeah. I want to try it out. Just because. I mean, I think we're funny, but if we have a laugh track, that's just like us thinking we're too funny or something. Yeah. But anyways, it's probably just gonna be a bunch of inside jokes, on, and only we get it, and people are gonna be like, "These fucking idiots! What the fuck?" That is exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're gonna leave the episode right there. Um, hopefully, the quality is good. Uh, for everybody watching and listening, um, and see us on Tuesday for Gamescom. Uh, we'll we'll hit up the link on the notes and also on Discord, and make sure you uh, boost the server so you can get a nice little pressing button shirt. Nick is gonna have one soon. All right. Yeah, I just need you to show me how to boost the server, and then <laughs> I'll All finally right, earn, earn a shirt. I got you. I got you. I'm Hugo. Bye. I'm Nick. Later. Thanks for joining us on episode 31 of Pressing Buttons. The show is produced and edited by Nick and myself. Our awesome music is composed by Layla, and our show art is done by Deepaz Design. Don't forget to give us a rating and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. See you on the next episode.